Hello, and welcome to Light Above Solitude, a podcast for the multifaceted soul. I'm your host, Kalia, aka the Spiritual Dog Mom. Light Above Solitude illuminates your path to self-discovery and growth on a soul level through mindset, holistic health, intentional living, and the exploration of elements and tools used in modern spirituality. I'm an unapologetic dog mom who's obsessed with growth and the magical synchronicities of life. I love helping women who feel stuck playing small discover their natural talents and abilities so that they can gain confidence, find purpose, and live a joyful, soul-aligned life. Throughout this podcast, I will be inviting guests to chat on their expertise, as well as provide some thoughts of inspiration on being a dog mom. Because truth be told, the dogs in our lives are truly spiritual creatures. Animals have helped me along every step of my journey, from the dark side of depression into the light of alignment. And I'm ready to guide you out of solitude and into the light of hope, love, and freedom. So make sure you stay connected at lightabovesolitude.com. All right, time to get lit. Hello and welcome to another week here at Light Above Solitude and welcome to another month. Hello, June. Oh my goodness. And we are now 40 episodes old. I'm so happy. So welcome to episode 40 of Light Above Solitude. Today is also a fantastic day because it is our Hound Mix Rider's birthday. Our little buddy is eight years old today, and that means that he and I have been together seven years now, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, that little boy and I have been on a roller coaster ride, and I wouldn't trade any of it for the world. He is such an amazing boy, and I'm so blessed to have him in my life. And all you other dog moms out there, you know that feeling. I just have to say that he is the perfect kid. I'm biased and I can say that, but don't tell Lena. (laughs) Actually, Lena is the perfect princess and she knows that. So Ryder can be the perfect kid and she can be the perfect princess. But other than that, welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you had a fantastic week so far and a great holiday weekend last week. I am here today to chat a little bit about self-love and what self-love means to me. So let's just dive into it. Self-love to me is an interesting concept and I've thought about it more and more in the last few years because my mentor, Gila Kurtz, who has been on the podcast, you can check out her episode Um, You can find it by going to lightabovesolitude.com slash guests and then find her name, Gila Kurtz. But she has pondered what self-love really means. And I'm not sure if she's come to the conclusion yet, but since she was confused about it, it made me rethink what I thought about self-love. What does self-love really mean to me? And the fact that self-love right now is kind of like this this buzz term, this thing everyone's talking about and throwing around and and it seems it seems like everyone has their own definition which is fine but i really wanted to get to the root of what i thought mine was and honestly <laughs> i've had this idea in my mind floating around and it wasn't until i came across will smith by the way, he is like my absolute favorite celebrity. So if ever <laughs> anything, any like anyone I could meet in the world, anyone I could have, you know, coffee with, lunch with, whatever, 
it would be him because I adore him so much and his family and all that they stand for. Um, but I came across his Instagram. I forgot that I had been following him on my personal account, but not the new account that I mostly interact with, right? So I came across his account and I was refreshing myself with all of his content and just really falling in love with him again, because what a beautiful human being, beautiful human being. Um, and so, so inspiring. Um, but he had, I believe on his highlight reel about self-love being self-discipline. And I'll tell you what, I grew up with pretty strict parents and discipline was a word that does not sit well with me. And it's funny because if I think about my mentor being confused about self-love, she is one of the most disciplined people I know. She is on it. She is just a rock star in everything she does. And it's really interesting to think that I believe what Will Smith said, and it was just reiterating the ideas in my mind in a more succinct way that I can explain it. Self-love to me is self-discipline. And discipline, like I said, has a very harsh undertone, a very difficult, (laughs) it's a difficult word for me because discipline growing up was mostly about punishment. And when I think self-love, I don't think punishment, right? I think we punish ourselves enough (laughs) with self-sabotage and limiting beliefs and just negative mindsets and negative thinking that self-love cannot be punishment. Self-love is, though, discipline. And by discipline, I'm talking about the need to really parent yourself. Um... I learned about the concept of parenting myself. I obviously knew about the concept, but I didn't know the term parenting yourself until I was probably, I was probably four or five years ago. When you really have to sit yourself down and make decisions based on the, your highest good, based on not instant gratification, but the payoff down the road, right? The things that I had to relearn as an adult, but then re-relearn as I keep continuing this self-growth and this self-discovery and learning how I respond to things, how I respond to routines, how I create routines, how I create habits and how I break habits, all the little things that make make me tick on a daily basis, I have to then learn how to use those quirks for my advantage to self-discipline and self-parent myself. One of the things I needed to learn or needed to change is the word discipline. Like I said, my mentor, Gila, is like one of the most, if not the most, self-disciplined people I personally know. And she throws around the word discipline a lot. And it's like, it kind of throws me off because I've had this, this past trauma with discipline and, and even the word privilege. (laughs) Whenever I was disciplined as a child, I was losing privileges. And so it's like, these two words have these negative, negative um, vibrations in my mind, I guess. And I really need to change it 
either cope with that, heal with that, know that they aren't negative words, which they are not, or I need to switch them around. So what I've done with the word discipline is I've traded it for integrity. Integrity to me feels like the same concept, but in a brighter, happier light. I want to have self-integrity. I want to be the person who stands up for what they believe in, who does what they say, who has the discipline, right, to do what they say and to be the person they want to be and to hold themselves accountable, to hold themselves with integrity, to do the things that they say they want to do or to continue working on the projects or themselves or whatever the habit is that you want to do. So for me, discipline is loving myself enough to be integral to my word, to live within integrity. And so that's what I want to talk to you about today. Self-love to me is discipline, yes, but it's also integrity because integrity resonates with me more. If there's a word that you don't resonate with that doesn't have power and oomph and just hit you in that gut, (laughs) discipline hits me in the gut but it more it more hits me in the butt <laughs> because because discipline just makes me go ugh punishment negative and just like our dogs right just like our dogs we need that positive reinforcement integrity just rings at such a higher vibration for me and really gives me that inner fire don't you want to have self-integrity? Don't you want to be a person of integrity? I've switched those things. Now, when you're making day-to-day decisions and you start parenting yourself, you have to live, you have to know your core values, what you stand for, what you're working for, which is all clarity that I find through self-exploration, self-discovery, the things that I do to really dig down deep into my core values and what I really stand for. Once you have a clear picture on that, self-love is loving yourself enough to keep your path. I do believe that we are all on the right path. Once you're born, once you pop out of your mama, you are on the path and that is your path. You know, when people ask, am I on the right path? I don't know. I think I've strayed. No matter what happens in life, you are still on the path. There is an end destination and all roads lead to Rome, right? We, we might be thrown off course. We might be distracted. We might stop and look at something shiny. We might do all the things, but nevertheless, we're all headed down the same path and your path is your unique path and you can never screw it up. I promise you, the universe always has your back, will always get you to the end goal. And if there's a side mission or a a detour, any of those things on your path, there's something for you to learn there that is going to help you on the rest of your journey. Once we know what goals we want to achieve and what standards we want to hold for our life and ourself, that's when the self-love comes into play. If you're telling yourself that you are a person of integrity, then your self-love is to hold yourself accountable. So say I have a goal of losing 20 pounds. I start off my weight loss journey the first couple weeks. I'm eating right, exercising. I'm doing all the things I need to do to 
hold myself accountable, hold myself with an integrity, having that self-discipline, if you will, to make it to my end goal of losing 20 pounds. But say week three, I really want a piece of chocolate cake and I know that I shouldn't. This is when the self-love comes into play. I love you enough to say no. I love myself enough to say no to that chocolate cake because we have an end goal in mind and that end goal might not have that chocolate cake (laughs) on the journey. Now, I'm not saying that we can't have breaks, we can't have cheat days, we can't, and I don't even really like the term cheat day as it comes to a diet because everything in moderation, right? It's about having balance and it's about having control and willpower over yourself, which is exactly what I'm trying to, (laughs) exactly what I'm trying to conclude, that self-love is being self is having self-integrity and self-discipline to have that willpower to parent yourself in times where you can easily cave. If you can start thinking about self-discipline as a way of loving yourself, then it changes the whole mindset of what you need to do and why you're doing it. I can... I can be super mad at my best friend for not allowing me to have the cake that I want when I want it on my diet, right? But I would be so much better off without that cake, and I know it, and that's why I'm angry. I'm just, my ego is throwing a fit. So learn to parent yourself, know when to say no, know when to give in, but also that comes with knowing yourself and your body. If you can learn those things that you are getting in your own way with, that you're self-sabotaging in a way because you have a habit that's already established. Like, I'm going to stick on the same diet trend. I have a really, really bad sweet tooth. (laughs) I'm trying to change that. I'm trying to break that. But I know that that's one of my weaknesses. I know that's a thing that I need to positively train out of myself. So what do I need to do? I need to love myself enough to know that that's going to be a trigger and love myself enough to know how to combat that trigger. Put in place a plan that if this happens, if, you know, somebody brings donuts to work today and I'm weak, what is my plan? What do I get a reward if I don't have the donut? Do I decide that, okay, today's a day where I'm allowed to have half a donut or make your, make it fail-proof Give yourself boundaries, parent yourself so that when some things arise and they will arise on your journey to whatever goal you're working on or whatever it is in life, this is life skills, you guys, whatever it is, have a plan to attack whatever the trigger is. So if you're trying to make a decision, you can't make a decision What I do is my plan when I am not able to decide something is go through the exercise of the worst case scenario. If I make this life choice, what is the worst case scenario? If I make that life choice, what is the worst case scenario if I choose that way? That is my backup plan to self-parent and to show myself enough love to really explain to my ego (laughs) 
that this is why we're choosing this. This is our end goal and we don't want to get choked up. We're looking at massive change down the road. You know, losing 20 pounds might not seem like a huge deal, but down the road, that's longevity of life. That's energy. That's confidence in wearing what you want to wear on a daily basis. These are all things that are huge to excelling the quality of life that you want. It's not the 20 pounds. It's the result of the 20 pounds, right? So if we can start telling ourselves that discipline and living with integrity is a form of self-love and telling ourselves that I love you too much to let you screw this up. Because <laughs> that's what I feel I do. I feel I had a tendency in the past to self-sabotage all the things I was working on and then start feeling guilty about it. So it's like self-sabotage on top of self-sabotage. It's like this vicious cycle. But if we can tell ourselves that, hey, it's okay if you mess up. I have a plan if you mess up. I have a plan just in case you're tempted to mess up. But I love you enough. I love me enough to continue down the road towards our goal. Whether we mess up, whether we, you know, detour to the side because we were triggered, whatever it is. I love me enough to keep going. I love me enough to still continue the stride to get off 20 pounds. I love me enough to make the decision to go back to school and stick with it. I love me enough to whatever you're working on in life. The reason I had such a hard time defining self-love for myself was because I knew it was discipline. I knew that concept in my mind, but with my past And my history with the word discipline and what that meant for me as a child, I wouldn't allow myself the liberty of self-love through discipline. I wouldn't allow myself to think that those two things were the same because discipline meant hurt and hurt and punishment and unhappy. And when I think about loving myself, I think about loving myself the way I am. I think about loving myself in the way I can be. I think about loving myself no matter what and doing what's best for me at all times. And at that point, it comes down to being integral to my word and and standing up for myself when nobody else will and when I don't even feel like doing it. When I don't, I'm my own worst enemy, man, and I know I'm not the only one. If you're your own worst enemy, you have to learn that you must stand up for yourself when nobody else will and when you don't feel like it. And that right there is self-discipline and self-integrity and therefore self-love. Love is not butterflies and rainbows. It's the hard stuff. It's the accepting and the, and the healing and the pushing through when you don't feel like it. When you don't want to. When there's nobody at your back. When there's nobody at your side. You have to be your own parent and push yourself through. You have to learn to start being integral to your word. And when I say you, you guys, I am not coming down on you as a listener. Uh, This is everything that I need to hear today. I feel like I am channeling this message 
completely for me. And that's why I feel like I'm a little bit choked up right now. But this message is for me. My podcast is still new and I know that there are listeners out there that I appreciate so, 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 so much. And there are future listeners out there that are going to find me down the road and hear this episode. But right now, as my podcast is small, a lot of these lessons and a lot of these things that I'm teaching and telling and sharing with you are, are healing mechanisms to me. They're things that I need to hear, I need to express, and I need to say. And a lot of them I do feel are channeled. A lot of them I do feel that are coming through me so that I can listen back when I'm editing and know that this is the message I needed to hear. And it resonates so much more in my voice than the thoughts of my head. If I hear it back in my own voice, that's just unreal. It seems unreal. It's like, where did those words, (laughs) where did those words even come from? But I'll tell you what, our toughest lessons are the lessons we teach ourselves and the lessons we walk ourselves through. We can choose to not learn. We can choose to be idle in life, but we'd be missing out on so many things. So we have to learn to walk with the shadow, the light, the all the things that make up our beautiful multifaceted soul and walk with them united together. I know my triggers. I know I have a sweet tooth right now that is unreal, you guys. <laughs> I've made it my point to really start putting myself first. And I'm not saying I'm going to go on a diet and all these things. I just want to make the conscious decision to love myself, to put myself first so that I will have more years and more higher quality of life down the road because if I keep going the way I'm going and and ignoring my health and ignoring all these things, you know, I wouldn't say I'm a spring chicken, but I'm not old either. And either way, that youth, that, that, whatever has been pushing me along this far, it's going to fade away. And I'm going to have more issues if I don't start taking care of myself. And like I said, it's not the 20 pounds. It's the result of the 20 pounds. If I start choosing myself now in the health aspect of life, what is that going to do to the rest of the aspects of my life? I'll have more energy to create to in my business, to create podcasts, to reach out to you guys. I'll feel more confidence in myself when I'm talking to my family or when I'm talking to strangers. I'll live longer to see more of the life of my niece. You know, all these things. If you start working on one aspect of your life, you might start there, but those those positive changes, those habits you're forming, those those integral things that you're honoring yourself with, they overflow into other aspects of your life, no matter what you do. And that's why it's so important to just have one goal. Just have one solitary goal. It doesn't matter what it is. If you're working towards one goal, you're making positive changes on yourself that are going to shine through every aspect. If you're working on business, you say, I want to get 20 new clients this month, whatever it is. 
If you're working on business, you're working on your communication skills that therefore are going to improve your relationships. You're working on your confidence skills, which therefore are going to improve your quality of life, feeling better in your clothes, feeling better in any place and environment you're in. You're working on your financial skills because you're making sales and you're watching your cash flow of your business and you're buying inventory, whatever you do for your business. You're working on your financial skills to set you up for a better future everything overflows. So just pick one. And right now, my one goal is to show myself self-love. Work on being impeccable to my word and being a person of integrity. And that means being a person of discipline. Those two words are now interchangeable for me because because that's really what it is. If you're disciplined to love yourself through the happy, the sad, the hard, the whatever it is, and you're constantly working on whatever it is you're working on, that is discipline, but that is also being impeccable to your word, being a person of integrity. Just love yourself, man. Love, love, love. When you're parenting yourself, if you are a parent or you're a dog parent like I am, you love them through the good, the bad, the happy, the ugly. You might get angry, you might get disappointed, but love is love. (laughs) I joke, but my mom used to say, (laughs) when I would upset her, she used to say, I love you, but I really don't like you right now. And I feel like that's what we need to say to ourselves sometimes. You mess up, you say, you know what? I still love you, but I don't like what you did. That wasn't right for you. That wasn't aligned with you. I know you're a better person than that, and I love you too much to see you do those things to yourself. So, now we need to do this. We don't give up. We don't say, oh, screw it you're no good. We continue down that path and we keep working towards our goals. We don't tell our dog that you chewed up the couch cushion and now I'm going to give you away. No, that's not what a dog mom does. In fact, me as a dog mom, if I didn't catch them in the act of chewing the cushion, I don't even discipline them. So there's that word again, discipline. (laughs) I don't even really acknowledge that because whenever you show negativity towards an animal, they place that with whatever they're doing at the time. So if they're not chewing the couch cushion, if they're just laying there and you come over and you punish them somehow, you swat them on the butt, whatever you do, that just tells them that they're not allowed to lay there on the floor. That doesn't have anything to do with the couch in their mind. So if you start doing that to yourself, if you start punishing yourself because you're thinking of too much or whatever you're doing, You're not teaching yourself anything. You have to teach through positive reinforcement. And positive reinforcement is saying, I know you messed up. I know that wasn't the best decision, but guess what? I still freaking love you. I love you so much. You're brilliant. You're amazing. You're beautiful. You're gorgeous. You're smart. I love you so much that I'm not going to give up on you. And we're still cruising down that road to get to our goal. We're doing the damn thing and we're doing it together. All right. I think I was on my soapbox for a little while there, but self-love, you guys. Find a way to practice self-love in your daily life, whether it's just saying thank you or whether it's just saying I love you. 
look in the mirror, look yourself in the eyes for as long as you can and just say, I love you. Thoughts are going to pop up and reasons why you shouldn't love you, but you continue to look yourself in the eye and you continue to say, I love you because you are a beautiful human being. You are sent here for a purpose. You're on your path. You're doing the damn thing. You're still here. I love you, and therefore you should love you. Whatever you need to do to show yourself more self-love. And I would love, love, love to know what you plan on doing. So if you want to hit me up, I'm at the Spiritual Dog Mom on Instagram, or you can leave me a voicemail at lightabovesolitude.com. But most definitely come over to our free Luminaries community. I'll leave the link in the show notes. But it's a free community full of beautiful, like-minded people like you just looking for community and, and support and accountability for learning and discovering themselves on a soul level, for exploring these ideas and modalities and all the things that we talk about on this podcast. And then invite your friends. We're trying to fill it up. Invite your friends. We'll be starting to have different events within the community. It'll be great. I have something planned for the end of the month, hopefully, and it'll be around um, your birth moon and what that means for you. And then I also am super excited to say that I will be featured on the Eternal Paradigm podcast, which is hosted by my awesome and gorgeous and beautiful friend, Ermi Ravel, and it airs soon, so make sure you stay connected. I will share it in the community, in the Luminaries community, so make sure you join. I will also share it on my socials, wherever I can get it out, and just make sure you stay connected. Also, go check out Ermi's podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Her her work is phenomenal, and she's an even more amazing person, and I would love for you to check out her podcast, Eternal Paradigm. You can check her out on Instagram at eternal underscore paradigm underscore podcast. I will leave the link in the show notes below. Also, you are amazing. You are beautiful. All right. Until next week. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Let me take this time to remind you, stop dimming your light. Stand brightly because the light is all around you. You do not need outside validation anymore. Embrace every aspect of you and start living truly authentic to your soul. Everything you want is in the light above solitude. If you love what you heard today and you feel called to support my work, you can now do so by buying me a coffee. A donation is never expected but always greatly appreciated by me and my pack. Your support keeps the content flowing and my platforms as ad-free as possible. So head over to lightabovesolitude.com support. While you're there, check out all the ways we can connect further with details on my monthly membership, motivational text messages, and links to all my socials. You can even drop me a voicemail by clicking the mic icon in the lower right-hand corner. Until next time, friends, I love you.